Today is the 16th day of April. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. I'm not going to lie. I am so thankful that today is Friday and we are getting close to the end of this week. Each day of this week has stretched me to some pretty uncomfortable levels and there are still a bunch more hours before we get to close out this week's chapter of life. Praise God. During times where the journey is hard, it is helpful to pick a mantra to cling to, to be able to speak out God's truth that I can trust in, such as this one, which honestly is very powerful. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. So let's journey into our five chapters today. Psalm 16, Psalm 46, Psalm 76, Psalm 106, and Psalm 136. We're reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. Let's take just that brief moment to invite the Lord to be with us during this journey. Father, wow, thank you. Thank you for bringing us to this point here today. This is where you have us. So we come humbly, we're looking, we're seeking you, Lord. We want to draw close. We want to be pressed close to know that you are with us. We desire to experience your mercy, to experience your grace in the midst of the things that we are trying to figure out. Pour into us your truth. We desire to know you, to be able to trust you. So as we read today, Lord, just lead us and guide us and illuminate what you want us to know. Psalm 16, the hope of the faithful and the Messiah's victory, a victim of David. Preserve me, O God, for in you I put my trust. O my soul, you have said to the Lord, You are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. As for the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, nor take up their names on my lips. O Lord, You are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 46 God, the refuge of his people and conqueror of the nations. 
God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with this swelling. There is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of day. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Psalm 76 The Majesty of God in Judgment In Judah God is known. His name is great in Israel. In Salem also is his tabernacle and his dwelling place in Zion. There he broke the arrows of the bow, the shield and sword of battle. You are more glorious and excellent than the mountains of prey. The stout-hearted were plundered. They have sunk into their sleep, and none of the mighty men have found the use of their hands. At your rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and horse were cast into a dead sleep. You yourself are to be feared, and who may stand in your presence when once you are angry? You caused judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth feared and was still. When God arose in judgment to deliver all the oppressed of the earth, surely the wrath of man shall praise you. With the remainder of wrath you shall gird yourself. Make vows to the Lord your God and pay them. Let all who are around him bring presents to him who ought to be feared. He shall cut off the spirit of princes. He is awesome to the kings of the earth. Psalm 106 Joy and forgiveness of Israel's sins Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can declare all His praise? Blessed are those who keep justice, and he who does righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have toward your people. O visit me with your salvation, that I may see the benefit of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. We have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. Our fathers in Egypt did not understand your wonders. They did not remember the multitude of your mercies, but rebelled by the sea, the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake, 
that he might make his mighty power known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it dried up. So he led them through the depths, as through the wilderness. He saved them from the hand of him who hated them, and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The water covered their enemies. There was not one of them left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. When they envied Moses in the camp and Aaron the saint of the Lord, the earth opened up and swallowed Dathan and covered the faction of Abraham. A fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped the molded image. Thus they changed their glory into the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, awesome things by the Red Sea. Therefore he said he would destroy them, had not Moses, his chosen one, stood before him in the breach, to turn away his wrath, lest he destroy them. Then they despised the pleasant land. They did not believe his word, but complained in their tents, and did not heed the voice of the Lord. Therefore he raised his hand in an oath against them, to overthrow them in the wilderness, to overthrow their descendants among the nations, and to scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also to Baal of Beor, and ate sacrifices made to the dead. Thus they provoked him in anger with their deeds, and a plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and intervened, and the plague was stopped. And that was accounted to him for righteousness to all generations forever. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that it went ill with Moses on account of them, because they rebelled against his spirit, so that he spoke rashly with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples concerning whom the Lord had commanded them, but they mingled with the Gentiles and learned their works. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons and shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood, Thus they were defiled by their own works and played the harlot by their own deeds. Therefore the wrath of the Lord was kindled against his people so that he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them into the hand of the Gentiles and those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed him and they were brought into subjection under their hand. Many times he delivered them But they rebelled in their counsel and were brought low for their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their affliction when he heard their cry, and for their sake he remembered his covenant and relented according to the multitude of his mercies. He also made them to be pitied by those who carried them away captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the Gentiles, 
to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 136. Thanksgiving to God for His enduring mercy. O give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. O give thanks to the God of gods, for His mercy endures forever. O give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His mercy endures forever. To Him who alone does great wonders, for His mercy endures forever. To Him who by wisdom made the heavens, for His mercy endures forever. To Him who laid out the earth above the waters, for His mercy endures forever. To Him who made great lights, for His mercy endures forever. The sun to rule by day, for His mercy endures forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for His mercy endures forever. To Him who struck Egypt in their firstborn, for His mercy endures forever, and brought out Israel from among them, for His mercy endures forever. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm, for His mercy endures forever. To Him who divided the Red Sea in two, for His mercy endures forever, and made Israel pass through the midst of it, for His mercy endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, for his mercy endures forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever. In Og, king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever, and gave their land as a heritage, for his mercy endures forever, a heritage to Israel his servant, for his mercy endures forever. He remembered us in our lowly state, for his mercy endures forever, and rescued us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever who gives food to all flesh, for his mercy endures forever. O give thanks to the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. Throughout the Psalms that we have before us today, there are many weapons of war mentioned. Okay, these weapons of war may seem to be pretty unimportant to us here today in 2021, where drones are often deployed as messengers of death and bombs drop from the sky and rockets soar across boundary lines to deliver death to both the aggressor and those who are deemed as collateral damage. The weapons of war are used to subdue others, to cause them to bow down and to submit to the demands of that which is stronger. Well, it often seems that's the way it works. He who has the most toys wins. Think I'm wrong? 
I encourage you to review the history of the arms race that continues to this day and the fear, the palpable fear that many feel at the concept of North Korea, Iran, or Syria having access to nuclear weapons. But God just laughs. Friends, even today, in 2021, he still laughs at the arrogance and the pride of men who attempt to be the king of the hill and those who scoff at the concept of God. So there are a series of weapons that were commonly used in the Old Testament, and they were actually commonly used until about, you know, 1700s, 1800s. These offensive weapons that were used in biblical times can be divided into three categories according to their range. We have the short-range weapons that were used in hand-to-hand combat and included the sword or dagger and the spear. Then we have medium-range weapons that were designed to be thrown at enemies a short distance away. Occasionally, spears were light enough to be thrown but the shorter and lighter javelin was better suited for throwing. And then long-range weapons could be thrown or fired at the enemy further away. An example of long-range weapon would be perhaps a swing that was used to hurl stones. And then we have the bow for propelling arrows. One primary difference between the weapons used in biblical times and the weapons of war used today is that those that were used in biblical times were pretty much upfront and personal. You experienced the taking of a life because you were not miles away from where you were sending that bomb, missile, or rocket. Also in biblical times, most battles took place away from the city and casualties of innocence were less common. In the heat of battle today, where bombs, missiles, and rockets are deployed, the collateral casualties do not have names and faces. They're just sad facts of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. When God brought the people out of Egypt and took them to the promised land, he gave them a commandment. As God had the Israelites go into a battle, they were told to destroy the peoples. Yes, This was an important principle that God wanted them to obey because the people of the land that they were going into did not worship God. They were called Gentiles, meaning they were not believers. But friends, the Israelite men disobeyed and took captives, mostly women. And those women continued to worship their pagan gods, their idols. Yeah, and those women, they raised children to whom they taught their pagan practices of worshiping idols. Those pagan ways included not valuing the gift of life called children. Some of their pagan gods actually required human sacrifice. They offered their babies to be killed to appease a worthless idol. Perhaps you are of the opinion that our world does not worship idols. Newsflash. The vast majority of our societies across the world do not even acknowledge that God exists, much less to seek to worship Him. We worship our conveniences like cars, homes, vacations, health care, 
birth control, including abortion. We devote all our time and energies to seek power, prestige, and all the goodies that money can secure for us. Instead of honoring God by following those Ten Commandments, we habitually break them. We do not honor God's name. We've made it very common instead of holding it as a treasure. We do not honor God's day of rest, but instead we glorify hard work and sacrificing whatever it takes to get ahead. Be that sacrifice our children who are raised by an ever-revolving cast of caregivers, our spouses who are abandoned, our families that implode, our elders whom we shove into death camps called assisted living. Yeah, how this must all grieve our God, who is so personal and who cares and desires to show us how to live in a loving, supportive community instead of this dog-eat-dog mentality. Our world winks at all things profane. There are sitcoms and reality TV that make gross behaviors that our Lord abhors into things that we laugh about and now are just totally common and accept it and actually even promote it and taught to our little children as acceptable life choices. Yes, at first blush, the concept of God telling the Israelites to go into the land of Canaan and to destroy those that they went to war with just sounds wrong. It sounds horrible. But God knew how easy the human heart falls into the behaviors of wanting to control everything. So there is a verse in Psalm 106 that causes me often to fall down and to ask God's forgiveness, especially because our government, where I live, takes funds from our taxes to support this abomination. Those verses are verses 37 and 38. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons to shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Yes, our land has been polluted with the blood of countless innocents. Here is a shocker given that today is only the 106th day of 2021. And I just checked Worldometer, and the current total of abortions in just 106 days has exceeded 12 million babies, 12 million innocent lives. That averages out to be about 80 lives terminated every minute. Often in the Psalms, the Holy Spirit will cause us to ponder the why of the words on the page. And sometimes the Spirit will draw parallels to our world here today. Our lust for the best things in life that we think are the best things, such as education, job titles, cars, houses, vacations, retirements, at whatever the cost. Yeah, I do think that this does grieve our Heavenly Father. 
So if today the Holy Spirit niggles and causes you to pause and to consider life choices, get real and pray fervently that God will show you that choices and decisions that we are making, they actually do matter to our Lord, to our children, to the next generation. And yes, God's ways are so much better than the ways of man if we will trust in God to just show us how to walk it out and then have courage to walk it out. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We are thankful for the truth that often clenches our heart and that we shy away from because we lack understanding of how you desire us to live lives devoted to you, lives devoted to you in our thoughts, in our words, and in our actions. Instead, often we get so caught up in the struggle of getting ahead and staying ahead, no matter what the cost. And often the cost is doing stupid stuff like running up credit cards and ignoring the warnings that you have given here in your word, the Bible. We think we are so much smarter and we find ourselves shackled to never-ending striving and serving the man instead of focusing and worshiping you, our living God. O oh Lord, because of our stubborn, rebellious, prideful hearts, we do live broken lives. But today we are turning to you to ask, to plead for mercy and grace, that you would come alongside of us to cut these shackles, to reprogram our thinking about what truly matters, and to show us moment by moment, decision by decision, how to live on your terms. We submit all things to you, and we invite you, Holy Spirit, to apply your word in our life today and every day. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, personal note here. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad it's Friday. The scales tipped yesterday too much this week. And yes, I crashed and I burned. A whole lot of ugly crying and yes, raging. I honestly wish hmm, I were stronger. And I am beyond frustrated with the one step forward and two step back dance. I honestly need a powerful witness of God's strength for this weekend. One of the opportunities that the Lord has given me that covers the cost for this podcast is a moderating gig, one weekend a month, and it's this weekend. So yes, I do need your prayers to make it through this weekend. So as we wrap up today, life is hard. Sometimes you need to know that somebody's there and they got you. They're going to pray for you. They're going to lift your name up to the Father. You guys do that for me a lot, and I really thank you. So, if you need prayer, if you have questions, you want to make comments, or you would love to receive a Bible, if you're in the United States, I encourage you to call or text. That number is 470-240-1509. For our listeners outside of the United States, you can connect using WhatsApp 
The WhatsApp number is 1-470-240-1509. You can also check in or message through social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. So that's it for today, guys. I am Denise. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.